0: This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael here, and I've been looking forward to this one for a long, long time. I've got Lisa McDonald on the line with us, and she's going to teach us about living fearlessly, and I'm sure we'll share some stories and anecdotes of experiences and planes, trains, and automobiles, and all kinds of other fun stuff. So Lisa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Michael. Happy New Year. How are you, my friend?
0: I am very, very well, thank you. And I I trust that 2019 is treating you well.
1: Uh, yeah, we're, we're in some shifting right now with all the things that are happening in the planet. And you and I were talking about this prior to going live. Um, you know, this is just some of the things that people who are more sensitized and more tapped in and tuned into energy are experiencing. So, but, you know, working through it. But, you know, all in all, it's all good as long as you're consciously aware of it, correct?
0: Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest battle for many of the people that listen to this show is just being... Being aware, not only your surroundings, but just being aware of what you're feeling, experiencing, your thoughts, your emotions, you know, what's really going on with you. Because once you do that, uh, you get back control. And I mm-hmm. think that's a big thing that many of us think we lack. We, we think that we're lacking control on, on what we do and, and the things that are happening in us and to us. But Absolutely. we, but we have more control than than many of us think. So, definitely want to dive into that. But you know, first and foremost, um, why don't you share with the audience how we met? Um, and you know, we can <laughs> we, we, we we'll, we'll we'll glaze over the <laughs> experience. Um, although it's when I tell people about it, they look at me and they go, "Really? Is that 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 actually happened?" Yes, yes, it did.
1: Well, we met, and I'll try to make this as succinct as possible, because I know you have other questions you want to ask and other subjects matter, subject matters you want to dive into. So um, no coincidence, I, I say this to you, I've said that to you from day one uh, as we started unearthing some of how it was we already knew each other without recognizing and realizing at the time of formally introducing ourselves to one another that we were already on each other's radar unbeknownst to each of us um so we had both attended event in toronto it was the pda uh or the personal development app uh headed up by robert evans who in fact i'm interviewing this friday on living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald and uh so there was i came late which i had said in advance to robert that i was going to be arriving late because i had radio and there was a seat uh, vacant right beside you in what was uh, a quaint but packed room and uh, I took my seat beside you and you and I got talking and then we started talking about things such as c-suite we started talking about certain people's names and you're like I think I'm connected to you on LinkedIn and I know so and so and blah 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 and we both whipped out our phones and we were going through our social media footprint and taking a look at who we were already connected to and sure enough I popped up on on uh your followers list and you popped up of mine. And then that led to all kinds of different synergies that we realized that we were in the same orbit. We belonged to the same orbit. And uh, then it led to C-suite and then it led to introductions between you and Jeffrey Hazlett. And uh, now you're up and running with the C-suite network with, I believe a couple of different divisions of business. And uh, in our conversation at that event, we were talking about, um, a certain individual who's overseeing uh, my book Justin Sachs from Motivational Press and he had been on your radar and he had reached out to you for different things at different times and he had reached out to me and so we had that in common and that took us to Georgia uh, where we both participated in the interviewing uh we were both interviewed in a documentary and uh you tell the story much better than I in terms of the planes, trains, and automobiles. So I'll let you take
0: over. Here. Yeah, it was an interesting whirlwind trip. Uh, we basically <laughs> landed in Atlanta. Um, it was in the evening, uh, so it was. I think by the time we got to uh, what do, do I want to call it a resort? I, I anyway. Um, <laughs> It was I even mean, the places were nice. Don't get me wrong, but it was it was a little it was it was different. I felt
1: like I was in the X Files.
0: Yeah, I was I was wondering, you know, what was going to come around the corner and uh, deep, you know, Deep Woods, Georgia. You know, that's and, and, I mean, that's, yeah, that's that's the setting for many horror films or something like that. So here we are in the middle of nowhere. We get there late, uh, and you know they. You know, get us into the property because uh, they stayed late because they normally leave, uh, roll up the sidewalks, and leave. Uh, <laughs> but we but we you know got there on a Sunday night and Monday morning. You know, we, we were able to participate in the the interviews for the documentary, and then we are you know, literally trying to get to the front area where an Uber driver can take us back to the airport because we didn't bother renting a car. It's like, you know, we, we knew that we could, you know, get a ride share to and from, or at least we, we thought we could. Um, (laughs) And we did. Uh, We were able to make it back home, but um, the, the Uber driver couldn't find us where we were and the maintenance people, who could you know give us a shuttle ride from where you know, we were filming to the actual area that the Uber driver did find to be able to pick us up? And she was there for, I'm going to say, a half an hour anyway. <laughs> so I yeah you know, I feel you know thankful that she waited because again it was not close to the airport, and the fact that we were able to get a driver uh, to come way out there to pick us up was uh, nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> And then waiting for you know the, the clerk to come in the you know, golf cart to take us because <laughs> they said, you know, well, we'll do that. And I said, well, you could walk it. And depending on who you talk to, it could have been like a five-minute walk to the front to a 30-minute walk. Now, of course, we're both in business attire, and let's go trouncing through the woods <laughs> with our suitcases. Um, and it was just, and it's like, no, we can't do that. So thankfully, another participant that was uh, participating in the documentary had pulled up and he was kind enough to give us a ride to uh, the front where the Uber driver was waiting. So we were able to get a dog show. And yeah. So anytime that I run into any type of, you know, coordination challenges at an event or anything like that, I think of this event and I think of, okay, (laughs) we were able to navigate this. So what we're experiencing here is not a challenge. We'll we'll get through this. This won't be a problem. If we can um, and, and and I remember too when we saw the Uber driver way down the road and we're I'm like yelling and trying to get their attention and <laughs> flagging of, course, her down. of course, you know, she didn't see us. Um, but you know I was like and I'm like I can't make it down there. She's driving too fast. And of course Georgia, you know, everything's dirt roads. So I'm like, Yeah. Right. Yeah, so much for that shoe shine that I got at the airport on the way in. And so yeah. he, Completely undone. So that was that. It's so. like,
1: it's like a, a scene from um, The Sound of Music. You're yodeling to the, the Uber yeah. driver. Wait, we're
0: live. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I'm looking forward to that documentary coming out because – the, the backstory of it is yeah. quite frankly, yeah, it's probably going to be better than my talk. No, I, I, I think my talk's going to be good. I know yours is too, because I was obviously fortunate enough to be able to see it live when it was done, but, um, and also excited to see what the others were since we, we didn't uh, get a chance to really chat with Absolutely. them. So. But, Absolutely. But you know, we were, we were gone less than 24 hours and it was good, but boy, that was an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting overnight trip for sure. <laughs> But we survived it. And, we you know,
1: survived it. And you know what? Those situations make for a wonderful storytelling and story shelling. Um, storytelling and story shelling or sharing. Oh my mm-hmm. God.
0: Shelly is your assistant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the energy is really messing with me today. So thank you for bearing with me. Oh,
0: you know, I, I, I'm feeling it too, where, you know, I'm a, a little bit off gear a little bit myself. And it's, you just march through it and you acknowledge it. You go, okay. And and, and and not be upset about it. Just say, okay, this is what it is. It is, and and not attach any emotional um, connotations to it. It's just like, okay, that's what it is. Okay, tomorrow uh, we'll see how I'm feeling, and we'll go from there. Right, right. But no, that was a, that was an epic trick. So that that gives you a little bit of insight of um, what you know when. Lisa and Michael happen to be in the same place at the same time, the types of things that happen. So if you're looking for an adventure on your next trip, you know, please visit, you know, living fearlessly with Lisa, you know, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I part of me wants to say, I wonder how we'll top that. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to try to top that. That could be alarming. Well, uh, hopefully the next, you know, next time. I think is, we is will. Like- I think
1: there's adventures upon the horizon for both of us because yeah. we run so many similar circles and we belong yeah. to so many different mutual things that I think it's it's inevitable, Michael. So yeah. now that we've got that experience under our belt, I think we can handle whatever gets yeah. thrust at us.
0: Yeah, we're definitely pressure tested. That's <laughs> And, yes. and and can negotiate an uber driver to sit there for a half an hour and wait absolutely. for us absolutely so tell the audience about i mean your your backstory obviously i'm, I'm familiar with and mm. you know but you know living fearlessly i mean that's you know i whenever i hear you know those phrases oftentimes i don't hear them together mm. but if i hear one or the other it for me it just naturally groups together and i immediately think about you know the impact that you're you know causing on the world so you know well, talk to the audience oh, on my pleasure and, and talk to the audience about you know living fearlessly what that means to you what you know what your your dreams are for for everyone to be able to you know cause their own impact on the world in a positive way
1: well, I appreciate that, Michael, and so Living Fearlessly, for me, I'm fully branded, so Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald crosses over to every sector of business for me, and not just business, it's really an ideology, it's, it's really a mindset, it's, um, it's way, the way I live my life, um, whether I'm interfacing with mentoring clients, whether it's my show bringing uh, stellar guests such as yourself onto Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, whether it's what I talk about on the stage or in the written word, blogs, books, etc., um, so you know we all know particularly when we get to this juncture stage phase in life I mean we've all been struck by adversity and by challenge and unforeseen circumstances that in many uh, cases have molded us um, have in you know and I look at the the good stuff that derives out of that I talk about turning shit into gold and we've all had shit Uh, but some people get immersed and stuck and saturated within the shit and some people go okay well you know what there's something bigger at play here and I just have to figure out what that is and I've got to make that work for me uh, within what is in my control. Attitude is within our control. How we approach life is within our control. Whether you choose to be an eternal optimist or uh, a pessimist is completely up to you. Um, So I've always been in the realm of personal growth, personal development long before it ever became trendy or the buzzword uh, and had to be for what I used to do once upon a time, Michael, in social services. So for 25 years I was in senior management. Uh, started out frontline, but scaled pretty quickly uh, to a director position, which was my last held position, uh, before becoming a stay-at-home mom, then a single mom, and then becoming entrepreneurial. Um so once upon a time in social services, crisis management specifically, I'd worked with people who fell within the isms, uh, people who were disenfranchised, people who were marginalized, people who were oppressed, people who were abused, people who were afflicted with mental health, all kinds of issues and challenges and obstacles. And so it was always important to me to impress the uh, the, the blueprint of empowering Uh, others to empower themselves because, you know, it doesn't matter what the position is in which you occupy. I mean, if you're interfacing with the most vulnerable sectors of people or uh, not necessarily the most vulnerable, but at that particular time in their life, they're feeling the most vulnerable. It's really giving them an infrastructure of uh, support in which to clarify and redefine what it means to be your own hero, to be your own shiro, to be your own leader, to be your own best friend. And oftentimes um, you know what's going on in our external world is very much indicative of what's going on in our internal world. It's really very much about the mirroring effect. And I've always been committed uh, to my own personal growth and personal development. Um, it's very much every day is a healing journey. I don't get caught up in the labels or the stigmas. Uh, or the stats that I fall within between between being uh, an incest survivor or a divorced woman or a single mom. Uh, if anything, I look upon those things as having created and built more character. Uh, more resolve, more conviction, more clarity, more focus, more self-discipline, fortitude, resiliency, tenacity, relentlessness. Um, So I've just made all of those transferable skills of what I used to do once upon a time work for me by rather than once upon a time working with a select sector of demographic population or a specific agency or a certain clientele, uh, now I'm taking my message of living fearlessly to The masses, to the collective. Uh, I can have more impact that way. Uh, I can reach more people. It's kind of a one stop shop now because it is global radio, it is global podcasting. And I've been very fortunate to have showcased again many stellar people such as yourself, Michael, but people that I've now been afforded the opportunity who have once upon a time been intangible mentors to me uh, to invite them back onto my platforms to publicly thank them for the ways in which they didn't realize at the time they had been, as I mentioned, intangible mentors to me through the exemplary leadership, either through their wit- written word in their international best-selling books or their TED Talks or whatever the case may be. Um, so I just, you know, I, I do really say very few things, but I say them consistently. Um, I'm very clear on what my purpose is. My purpose is to uplift people to fear less and to live more. Uh, I believe it's about mindset. I believe no matter what the adversity or the circumstance somebody's going through, because we've heard people statistically who have been impoverished, people who have been raped, people who um, have been marginalized, people who, you know, have encountered all kinds of systemic abuses and atrocities in life. And they're the ones who birth the most beautiful stories. They're the ones who build the most incredible legacies. They're the ones who inspire people at the international global level that anything is possible. And if I can do it. You can do it, and I just feel that in some way I fall within that category. And um, I have refused to uh, remain silent, Um, you know, where once upon a time I felt invisible or I felt silenced. I mean, now you can't shut me up, and uh. And I don't want to be shut up. I don't want to shut myself up. I will never give myself permission to silence myself or to be invisible or to think that what I bring to the table in this smorgasbord of life uh, isn't of value. Uh, I very much respect and appreciate who it is as a person. I mean, and that comes from self-love. It comes from self-healing. It comes from self-awareness. It comes from all kinds of things, but it's, uh, it's continual brain. It's something that you have to plug away at every single day and you have to really get clear on who you are, uh, what you stand for, what your non-negotiables are, and what you will go to the wall for. And whether people see what you see for yourself is irrelevant. If you see it for yourself, anything is possible. And where people oftentimes say, the sky is the limit. I say beyond the sky is the limit. I think the only person who's responsible for truly at the end of the day, placing limitations upon us is ourselves. We have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have to change the ways in which we dialogue with ourselves. Is the way in which we dialogue with ourselves aligned with what it is we say we ideally want to show up in our lives? Are we moving further away from it or are we moving closer toward it? Um, What are we doing that's within our power and control to empower ourselves to make that more than possible. And, you know, not my term, it's, but I, I, I staunchly believe in it. You have to believe it to see it. And oftentimes people feel that they need, uh, tangible proof to provide the level of incentive or motivation or inspiration to work towards it or to fight for it. And it's wrong. I mean, you've got to believe it. You've got to, you've got to resonate with yourself and whatever it is you envision for yourself at that level internally, at the core of your being. And then you start making traction. Then you start continuously, momentously putting one foot in front of the other. And then when you consistently do that every single day and you say the right things to yourself and you do the right things and you take actionable steps and you align with the right people, this is where people oftentimes get confused in their jargon and they say, oh, you know, uh, what a coincidence that was. Well, no, that's the universe showing you and providing you the signs and the symbols to reinforce that you are, in fact, on the right path. When you align with the right people and the right opportunities, um, that is an indicator that you are, in fact, on the right path and to nudge you to keep going to keep going. Um, so everything that once upon a time, I mean, I've still got like a a hefty to-do list and a goals list and intentions list, however people want to term it. Um, but for anything that has ever, uh, four years ago, at least that was on my to-do list, I accomplished both personally and professionally. Um, and that's because I saw it. I saw it, I envisioned it, and then in real time, I caught up to it. I made it a non-negotiable, and I did whatever was required, uh, and whatever's required is generally, as I've made reference to, it's it's honing your mindset. It's uh, deconstructing all the false beliefs and the false concepts that tend to keep people immobilized in fear and keep them stuck. It's really looking at who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Are these people intuitive or counterintuitive, to uh, supporting the energy that you need to continually be in to emit the energy you need to to attract the right people. I do believe in law of attraction. Um, it's very much shown up for me. It's a part of my life, and I try to keep myself as consistently as I can operating at a high, uh, my highest vibrational level. I'm not in competition with other people. Uh, I do aspire on a daily basis to be the best, most improved version of myself, Um, but I am human. I trip myself up. I get tripped up, but I don't give myself permission to sit in that space uh, for any excessive uh, amount of time. It's like, but I'm cognizant of it. And once I start to feel that energetic internal shift, and it's like this energy isn't supporting what I want, who I am, what I believe in, then the minute I have that conversation and recognition within Then I quickly jump out of it, just as quickly as I jumped into it. Um, So that's kind of what it is for me, Michael. That's a bit of a snapshot of what living fearlessly for Lisa McDonald is all about.
0: No, it's amazing, and you know, I I love the stuff you talked about. You know, the self love. One of the things that. I attempt to do, and again, much like you, I'm not perfect. I don't do it all the time, but, you know, I've definitely increased it, you know, over, you know, the recent years is a daily check-in with myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just ask myself, to be honest with myself, how am I doing? How, what, you know, what's going on in my day? How, how was yesterday? How's this week going? Okay, how's this month looking like? Mm-hmm. What's, you know, what's my schedule look like? So I'm all about the calendar, so I look at my calendar yeah. and I go, "Ooh, okay, I need to shift some things around here cuz I talk about burnout and let's not have the burnout guy burn out. That's not going to be good for branding. No. Purposes. <laughs> like that's, yeah, this is a real life enactment of what it looks like. Yeah. No, let's not do that. Um, right. I, I did that once, you know, coming up on 10 years ago. So I know, uh, and I, I firmly believe too you know, the, the law of attraction and when you are in the right eco space or you know, realm, whatever, however you want to describe it, mm-hmm. things, flow easier now it does it's not instant it's not like whoo you know i i've you know moved into this leadership space and now all of these things are happening although you know when i talk about you know things that are going on with me and i talk to people and i haven't seen them in a while they're like wow you've got all this going on but of course i didn't to say, well, I've been working on this since 2014. Exactly. Or, you know, know, as I like to joke around that, you know, that 15-year overnight success, which many, 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 many of us have been in that. And you said something earlier that, you know, I completely agree with is the people that have gone on and done incredible things in our space, every one of them has a backstory of, overcoming insurmountable odds that mm. happen to a lot of people but they chose to take those bricks that were thrown at them mm-hmm. and build a staircase and-
1: keyword there keyword you said there and i preface this a lot in my blogging in my speaking choice because it is it is at the end of the day it is a choice
0: exactly you can choose to be a victim and you know your story Many people who've had similar experiences unfortunately you know chose to you know put on that victim badge and mm-hmm. they wear it like a name tag every day and it's like throw that badge away. I'm not mm-hmm. saying the experiences didn't happen i don't be delusional um but grow from it you know mm-hmm. choose choose to take a path that is of, of self love and and self care and like I said, be your own hero, your own shiro. Mm-hmm. Because when if you celebrate you mm-hmm. and you are your biggest fan yourself, mm-hmm. all the likes on social media, all the comments, I I, I love reading them. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it helps also diffuse you know those people that can be jealous. Mm-hmm. Some some people call them haters. You know all of these things that you know because everybody gets posts and comments on things, and it, it helps diffuse that because you know that your number one fan is always going to be your number one fan, and if that's you, then everything else is just icing on the cake. It's absolutely it's, it's absolutely amazing, and you know the impact that we have on on people um, is just extremely gratifying, and it, it helps. It helps us do the things that, you know, we choose to do, like you said, before choose. And it, it reinforces that, again, you know, we are on the right path of, of things. And, again, taking care of yourself and, and doing everything that we do, it keeps the awareness level very high so we can quickly shift if we need to shift direction on something or be open to opportunities that come up or to you know, make sure that because we are you know, so focused on a particular path, that even though something that comes before us is a great opportunity, not at this time is one of those things that I, it's a boundary thing for me. It's like, because there's so many great things to get presented to us in this world of things that we could do. And unfortunately, if we say yes to all of them, then we're like, okay, what are we actually accomplishing? We're, we're busy doing all of these things, but is it in alignment with what, you know, our calling is, what our, our, or one red thread if you wanna if you wanna pull out a, a dove analogy. It's like yes. what is what is that? And find that and then use that as one of the questions when anything gets presented to you. Okay, mm-hmm. does this align with who I am, what I'm doing now or in the immediate future? If Absolutely. it's if it's yes, then okay. Then you'd look at it a little bit deeper. If it isn't, then no, not at this time. Mm-hmm. Um And as I like to say, you know, saying no makes your yeses stronger and reinforces the yeses of things that you do.
1: Well, that's a really good point that you made, Michael. And I want to kind of like elaborate uh, or extrapolate upon that a little bit because, you know, I've gotten to a point now, as I know you have, and many people who are in the space, when you become exceptionally clear and laser focused on what your purpose is um and yes you know we're diversified in what it is we do i am a serial solopreneur i wear different hats within my business of living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald um you know, and for each of those tentacles, it opens up different pods of people who are presenting all kinds of opportunities, which I'm super and always eternally grateful for. But I've had to get exceptionally clear on the fact that I can't say yes to everything. I mean, I got asked to speak in Ireland uh, this year, I was asked to speak in India. Um, I get asked to speak all the time, and these are things that definitely are in the forefront of what the future looks like for me. Uh, but I'm also a single parent to two to still fairly young children. Um, so, you know, unless certain things work within the confines of my childcare schedule uh, and not deviating too much from that, um, then my answer is um, it is a no. And I'm pretty clear on that. I'm very clear on that. Um, you know, and, and Some people, they feel they have to say yes to everything because the more things that they say yes to that they can ramp up as promo or marketing opportunities or, you know, it keeps you current and it shows that you're in demand. And these are all important things when you're marketing who you are, because that's what has increased my client roster that has what, you know, th- that has legitimized the types of guests that I continue to get on my show who are high profile, uh, you know, recognizable, notable people on a first name basis. Um, you know, so it, it has, Boated well for me. It has fared well for me. I've done well with it, but I've done it within the confines of what works for me. And when I start to feel uh, that I'm getting bombarded with too many things, then I start to see that I'm not effectively handling things. And then it becomes a bit of a downward spiral and going down the rabbit hole because I am a type personality and I don't like my name being associated to something that's not like a bullseye uh, right out of the park. I, you know, I like. I like things um, that are in the flow of the inception of the thought to, uh, you know, the process that you need to implement to execute, and then having a good outcome. I, you know, I'm very much about that. I'm a very results-oriented person. I like to measure the barometer of my own traction, my own momentum. Um, but, you know, it's I'm grateful that I, I got asked. And people are very understanding and compassionate of what my circumstances are and people know that my children will always come first and foremost and so if I have to say no to something because then uh saying yes infringes on that priority um then these aren't people who are essentially my tribe anyway if there's going to be residuals or backlash or or non-compassion so um so yeah I'm, I'm saying no to a lot of things but because I believe in myself and I believe and very clearly can see the trajectory of where I'm going uh those, those opportunities will be there, different ones perhaps uh, presented and offered by different people, uh, but all within the realm and the space of where it is I'm going anyway. So I'm a very patient person in some respects. I'm very impatient in some ways, um, but, but I'm patient in the understanding that I've always known how to trust the process. And I know why it's important to simultaneously relinquish things so that you can then open up the space to receive things. And I'm not just a great giver. I'm also a great receiver. And I think to keep that synergistic, um, Energy alive where people would look at my stuff or look at my social media and go, wow, like, you know, and people said this and it, you know, there's no ego attached to it. It's just, you know, this chick's on fire. It's like everything she does is like, she lands it, she closes it. She, well, that's not true. You and I both know, Michael, that, you know, there's truth to everything that does get posted. There's truth to everything that has been offered or presented um, or a project that's come to fruition or a book that's been written and now it's being Sold, or whatever the case may be, um, but it's you know it's it's just very much understanding that to receive ongoingly these opportunities, you have to create the space in which to fill that, which means you've got to relinquish all the toxicity. You've got you know, I outgrow things very quickly. I outgrow myself and my goals very quickly. You know, one year something looks like it's a major challenge and I get really jazzed by the challenge. And then next thing I know I've got it down pat and it's like, okay, that's not so challenging anymore. And it's not as exciting. I'm not as on a steep of a learning curve. Um, And I don't say bored. I I don't have the luxury of time to be bored. Um, you know, I never, I used to say there's not enough hours in the day. Now I say there's not enough days in a week. Now I've created an eighth day for myself cause I get up at four generally every morning. Um, so you time's that by seven days cause entrepreneurial, I'm working seven days. Uh, you know, there's my eighth day. I created it for myself, uh, mindset again. So it, it's just, you know, I, I know where I'm going. I know where I already am. um, And yeah, I get that restless energy because I am an overachiever. I am a type A personality. Um, But it works for me. It's like I, I make the comparison and have done so on radio and in my writing before. It's like somebody who habitually jogs every single day and jogs 10 miles. The day that they don't jog either because they're sick or, you know, uh, whether conditions would make it unsafe, perhaps, then they physically feel ill. They are like so spiraling. They are not on their game. They are not in the zone. That's me. So if I don't feel like I'm operating and executing every single day and and my output um, doesn't match what I see and envision in my mind as you know, getting myself closer to the end goal or the results of what it is I say I aspire to reach, um, then I'm, I'm not okay. Like, my equilibrium is, like, out of whack. And for some people, they look at that and they go, like, God, do you know how to relax? People ask me that all the time. Do you know how to relax? Well, you know, maybe to other people it, it might sound counterintuitive or it's not the ideal definition of relaxation. But because of everything I do, I love what I do and I do what I love, and this is truly me honoring my spirit, and I'm honoring my spirit because I'm very exceptionally clear on what my, my purpose is. Um, if I'm not aligned with doing the things that support that, that substantiate that, that qualify that, that verify that, uh, then I'm out of whack, Uh, So relaxation for me is doing what I love doing every single day, whether people want to put that under the guise of workaholic or obsessed or fanatical or maniacal. Um, that's just who I am and I've always been like that I've been like that in previous careers I've been like that as uh, somebody who's lived on my own since 16 and has had to flip the bill to pay for my own college and university tuition no grants no loans no mummy no daddy somebody who's had to pay for their own braces uh, somebody who's had to pay for their own house uh, somebody who's had to pay for their own vehicles I mean I I don't know what it is not to be completely independent and so where that was once birthed out of survival mode I've now uh kind of eclipsed it with which I much prefer sir thriver I'm a sir thriver right I'm thriving in the element of what once once was survivor mode um which I don't particularly like that term but I you know people grasp what you mean when you say it so it's got its place and it's always understood within the context of when it's applied so I I just um you know if people don't get me Uh, You know, if people think that I'm not clear about what my priorities are, if, you know, because people like us, Michael, it's so easy to misunderstand people like us. Uh, People don't understand why we do what we do for a living with no guaranteed paycheck. Um, You know, we don't get the two, I don't get the two week stat holidays. I don't get paid vacation. I, I don't, you know, but that's my choice. That's my choice. I can't imagine not working for myself anymore now that I've been in this world for five years.
0: Yeah, you'd probably quit after like the second day. You'd be like, are you, what? I, I got to do what?
1: Oh, I think I would be a nightmare because I'm running my own ship and I was always in, in primarily a management position. So mm-hmm. I've always been a team player and I've always been a frontline manager. I very much get down in the trenches with people, um, but somebody turning around who has no clue about personal growth, personal development, or has, hasn't done the work on themselves, trying to take me to task on something, that would not be pretty.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be a, an alarming, alarming sight. That I, 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 I'd be I, on the
1: 6 o'clock news, but not for what people would normally be used to seeing. That's,
0: that's, <laughs> that's why I keep a reserve called the Bail Money Fund, because I <laughs> never know. I've, I've kind of had that off on the side for, you know, well, let's see. I, uh, my friends that I've known for, you know, four-plus decades, yeah, well, you know, sometimes we get into those things. Uh, but, no, I, one of the things that jumped out at me when you just you know, talked about is, you know you you have the boundaries there of all these great things which again are great things like speaking in ireland you know i'm i'm part irish i that would be a dream come true but again it would have to be all right, when is it mm-hmm. what you know what do they want me to talk about what it you know what's the cost what are they doing you know what you know where would it benefit me yeah both short term and long term If it's a situation where it's like, well, the conference isn't going to be any good and there's going to be 20 people there, but I get to go to Ireland. That's one of those things where a couple of years ago, I would have been, you know what? That's great. I'm still going to do it. Now it would be, no, I'm not going to do it if it doesn't move my movement forward. If it doesn't move things forward, if it doesn't benefit you know, my tribe or my audience, or expand my audience in a way that would be beneficial for me to serve more people, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to do that. I, I can just go buy a plane ticket and go fly to Ireland and go visit and do whatever I need to do and 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 do that. And that's something that I can do. If it's in alignment with everything, then sure. You know, mm-hmm. then then you you make those choices because. You know, I look at speaking abstracts all the time and talking at different events. And you know, I'm pretty much at some type of conference every other month for the rest of 2019. And again, I, because I am, uh, you know, very intimate with my calendar. I, I, <laughs> you know, I, I Don't get that wrong, kids. Um, it's a digital calendar, so it's not paper. So don't get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> uh, but it, it's something where I look at it all the time. One, so I can remember, you know, what am I supposed to be doing today? You know, I knew I knew we had our chat today, but you know, I've got, you know, other things going on this afternoon and the rest of the week. And I thought, okay, let's, you know, look out at, you know, over the next few months and see where things are. And as things are coming up with with other opportunities, and like you said, you have to look at it and go, okay, does this make sense? How does this align? Mm. Um, or, oh, that's a great conference. Oh, it's right at the same time of a conference that I've already agreed to. Well, guess what? I'm staying with the conference that I agreed to because it's called integrity. Mm. Um, and it's like I, they, I'm honoring that commitment to an organization and not being afraid of you know missing out because – these conferences happen year after year after year, and you, if you don't go to one this year, then you can go to the one next year or it'll, whenever. And it may you may never go to it because it may not be in alignment with you know what your mission and your you know, your vision is about. If it is in alignment, then you know what it will happen. And Absolutely. don't 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 focus on missing out on it because you're not going to. Um, it, the, when you do get to go to um, whatever events and destinations that you'd like to go to, it's going to be the right time. It's going to be the right audience. It's going to be worth the right everything. And you'll be thankful that you didn't go in 2018 or 2019 because 2022 is the right year for you to go there because of mm-hmm. the connections that you met that launched you into the next stage. And it just, you know, having that mindset of, when I meet with people, there's going to be somebody there that's going to help me or help somebody that I know get to the next level that they want to get to. And if you go, go into your everyday thinking that um, it, and feeling it and acting as if it is true, then it happens.
1: Well, very true. And I mean, my mindset is such that even if it comes down to a situation where I have to decline, and as much as I might initially have a twinge about that or feel conflicted or feel like that's putting me back further in my career, um, then I recalibrate that thinking very quickly. And then I think to myself and I say to myself, and I truly believe in this, Lisa, it's a win-win, you know, because it's always for me everything is good, right? There's different levels uh, and degrees and colors of good. You know, I, I, the bad has been good for me. The bad has served me. The bad has helped hone my purpose and my mission. Uh, so I don't put things into the context of bad. So I always look upon when it's a situation I've got to decline something that I, knew, I know would further propel me in my career uh, and get me out there fulfilling my purpose of uplifting as many people as I possibly can to fear less and to live more and bring me closer to that goal uh and that mission statement um then i just look upon it and i just say to myself this is this is how i reconcile it with myself i say lisa it's always this or something better and this is fine this is good this is good it, you know there's different increments and different levels of scaling and leveraging that's always going to be more refined in its greatness But I'm perfectly grateful to be where I already am, and it's only going to incrementally add, and I'm only going to incrementally climb um, because, again, I believe it. And by believing it, I see it, and I'm just going to catch up to what I already envision eventually because I'm doing all the right things, I'm saying all the right things, I'm aligned with all the right people, and because I'm very clear on my non negotiables, and I am so laser with what it is I'm doing and how I'm doing it, uh, and where I'm going with it. So, you know, I just, uh, I'm good with it. I'm good with all of it.
0: That's awesome. Lisa, I cannot thank you enough for one being you.
1: uh, Aw,
0: thanks, Michael. Right back at you, buddy. Thank you. And, and, And secondly, for All of this the the notes I've taken. Of course, I will listen to this and fill out more notes on it because there's there's a ton of stuff. And even the last thing I just wrote down, it's it's this or something better. And you you go through that mindset of that, then it just it takes the sting off of saying no to it. Um, Even if you're like, "Mm," but it's this or something better. If you know that, it's like yes, I'm turning this down, but this opportunity is going to happen and it's going to be better than this and you go through life like that you just, it's it's so much better it's so much better
1: well the path of least resistance is always synonymous with you know operating at your highest vibrational level right because then you don't have that disconnect you don't have that discord you don't have that inner friction and yeah i still get there and i still have to talk myself and work my way out of it but i do it ex- exponentially faster than ever ever before um, because I'm very cognizant that my energy isn't great or that I'm not operating at my highest vibrational level or that the things I'm thinking about in that particular moment are counterintuitive to everything else I've said is is fundamentally and essentially and non-negotiably important to me. So it's always the path of least resistance. When you feel the least resistance, you know that you're you're going in the right direction.
0: Amen to that. So where can people find you?
1: Uh, well, people can find me. I, I go live every Friday. Uh, Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. I'm with Tuna Network, so the Contact Talk Radio Network, which is located in Bellevue, Washington, outside of Seattle. Uh, I can also be found on C Suite Radio Network, where I have a host page. Also, Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Um, I can be found all over social media. LinkedIn is my preferable site because it's a lot. Of, in a lot of cases, it's entrepreneurs. A lot of my guests have come out of um, uh, LinkedIn. Specifically, um, you know, entrepreneurs who value other entrepreneurs' time uh, and who are in the space doing similar things and are always looking to mutually learn and grow one another. So uh, it's fantastic. I can be found anywhere, really. People can Google me. Um, uh, people can reach out to me on my website, which is Living Fearlessly with Lisa People can reach me through email, which is Lisa at Living uh, I've got a contact page on my website. Um, I really try not to get too bogged down with communicating with people through social media inboxing, I just, my numbers are terrible, like in terms of notification after notification uh, I can't keep up with it because if I kept up with all the correspondence, it's not to say that I'm not grateful or I'm not honoured or I'm not touched, uh, but I would never get my content done, I would never be in the zone and focus for what I have to produce and my output of uh, execution every week in terms of radio and honouring the people who I'm showcasing, who are expecting me to represent them well and to be in the flow for them um so yeah those would be my preferred ways in which to connect with people so and uh i'm now an official launch with my book living fearlessly uplifting you to fear less and to live more through amazon went through a pre-launch uh just this past week or last week uh we're now an official launch so uh people want to order my book they can find living fearlessly uh And my name, Lisa McDonald, over on Amazon. Reviews are always welcome. You can find me on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podchaser, Feedblitz, TuneIn, um, C-Suite Radio. The list goes on. So, you know, always receptive to reviews. Uh, testimonials. Uh, if there's anything I can do to uh, help elevate other people within their line of business, because we don't know what we don't know. If I can be of service in any which way, I'm always about paying it forward and being of service. Um, I know a lot of people. I've connected a lot of people to a lot of good people, and it's been instrumental in their career and their growth and their momentum. So, uh, would love to be in a position in which to do that. If people are looking for a mentor coach, I'm here for that as well. Um, so yeah, and I can be reached actually i'll give my phone number 289-684-7707 and i'm in canada so thank you michael this has been amazing you're amazing
0: thank you so much and audience will definitely have all that information in the show notes lisa thank you again for being on the show i appreciate you so much and i hope you have a glorious rest of your day in the week ahead
1: Well, you too, my friend. And this is just the beginning. I always say it's the beginning. It's never the end, right? So uh, you and I having more experiences, whether it's planes, trains, automobiles, whether it's within the C-suite and we go to a thought summit in New York, whatever the case may be. I mean, you're just around the corner from me, essentially, anyway. So it's inevitable that we're going to cross paths again. But I really appreciate this gracious opportunity you've provided me with. You're fantastic, Michael, and you're doing amazing things in the space. Keep shining, my friend.
0: Thank you. And you do the same. And until next time, everybody, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get us a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.